Hello, guys, and welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast. I am so excited to welcome you all today in today's wonderful show. And I have an amazing guest who is an amazing Dr. Parker, who is going to be talking all about how to get your swag back. And you might be wondering, what does that really mean? So make sure that you stay tuned till the end to really find out what we're going to be sharing, tools and strategies on how you can actually get your swag back. So welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. So before we actually, you know, kickstart this wonderful episode, I just want to introduce you to my wonderful guest. You know, Dr. Parker is actually a PhD, a CP, um, a secondary domestic violence survivor, affectionately dubbed the Courage Catalyst <laughs> by a re-energized leadership client. Um, she's an author and also an amazing um, person who has actually published an amazing book, If a Purse Could Talk, and Girl, Get Your Swag Back. She's actually the co-owner and the co-executive of Social Enterprise, Social Empreneur, um, you know, the Gem Makers, LLC, a world, a worldwide progressive leadership development education training and coaching firm for women, the co-executive producer of the Beyond Brilliant TV broadcast, and the founder and and you know visionary coaching industry disruptor at the Swag University. Um, she is a tireless motivator. She is absolutely an amazing, wonderful podcast host, as well as, you know, she hosts this amazing podcast, which is Girl, Get Your Swag Back, and make sure that you actually tune in and follow her. She's going to be sharing some amazing nuggets today on how you can actually get your swag back. So without further ado, please welcome Dr. Parker. Thank you so much for coming to the show today. Oh my goodness, my pleasure. <laughs> hey girl, hey, it's so good to hear you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Your bio is amazing. It's such a oh. mouthful and that's incredible. And Praise you know, God. I just want to commend your journey. You're just an amazing queen who is definitely disrupting, you know, um, the whole world of women's network and definitely teaching them how to get their swag back. So I'm so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so honored to have you on the show today. And I just wanted to share how we actually met um, mm -hmm. on, you know, you know, on LinkedIn, because that's the power of basically networking. You know, LinkedIn is a powerful tool that I use and you also use as well as other women in business and also men as well. So it's really great that you were able to connect with me and, you know, it's been an honor and a privilege to actually be on your show. And now you are here on my show. So I'm so Yay. you know grateful. So welcome, Dr. Parker. So how was your day today? Oh my gosh, it has been <laughs> busy already. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What is it like a day in the life of Dr. Parker? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't even know if anybody wants that. Yes, I don't even know if you want that. Listen, I get up super early. I'm an early riser. I'm one of those that will yeah. rise before my alarm clock goes off. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's good. I mean, it's good, but sometimes it's like, really? Is that what we're doing, God? That's what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> And so the day in the life is, I mean, I literally start my day with talking to God. I mean, we talk all day long, first of all, yeah. but prayer, meditation, but then I'm, I'm juggling, right? I'm juggling corporate. I'm juggling entrepreneurship. I'm juggling family. I'm juggling all of these different things. And, but they, they live in harmony. I have to live my life harmoniously because Absolutely. that's just to me, the way that I need to ensure that I stay focused. 
Yes, indeed. I love that you start your day with prayer. That is actually what I do as well. Prayer is absolutely incredible. It's mm -hmm. basically like meditating, you know, yes. just having a one-to-one -one connection with your God and just sharing your day, you know, so that you can have a good, peaceful day, you know. So I'm really, really definitely into that. Definitely that resonates with me. So, you know, swag, it looks like you've definitely gotten your swag back, you know. <laughs> And, and, you know, I just wanted to know that acronym, you know, S-W-A-G, what does it really stand for? Yes. So swag. Yes, yes, yes. And it's funny you say that I've gotten my swag back, honey. I work on my swag all the time. Swag <laughs> stands for self-confidence, your walk with God, your walk in purpose, how you connect spiritually, your attitude of gratitude, really being yeah. grateful and understanding, you know, what it means and how you're energizing yourself to have that attitude of gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. um, and your gifts and talents, leaning into what you were purposed to do. So that's yes. what the, the swag stands for. Fantastic. That sounds really amazing. I love the fact that you said leaning into what you want to do. Um, we all have, you know, different talents and gifts and different callings. And so it's important that we actually ensure that we are leaning in and understanding what we've been called to do, which is really, really awesome. And I just wanted to know, how do you kind of help people to actually get their swag back? Do you have like a program that you actually implement in terms of helping people from A to B, you know, step by step roadmap? I do. Thank you so much for asking that. Um, swag, let me just tell you, it started with my own testimony. It really was yes. a journey for me. Um, and I, I started out writing a book and, mm. and it was all about when I was um, 18 years old, I was stabbed with a six inch butcher knife by my sister's abuser. Whoa. And so from there, I lost my swag. You know, I was ooh, I was one honey mm. that was out there you know, moving and shaking. I, you couldn't tell me what I couldn't do. And yeah. so, but from that experience, that trauma, it just mm -hmm. had tentacles and it took over my life. And so I lost my self-confidence, my walk and, with God and my attitude looked like the Tasmanian devil. Cause I was like, Oh, I just wasn't, I wasn't myself. Yeah. Um, I wasn't running on all those, those cylinders. And then my gifts and talents, I put them in the box and walked away, but mm. I was charged with writing this book. And sharing my story so that other women could really be uncaged and released into their greatness. And so, it, and I'll tell all my business, oh my goodness, all my business. I was like, Lord, this is what we do. And we're telling our business. <laughs> <laughs> and so in that book, I told, you know, I told my business, but it was really for somebody else. And so that led to the Swag University and the Swag mm. University where some amazing women have joined me as coaches in the Swag University to take women on a six-week journey to getting yes. their swag back. And we really focus in on each of those areas. And the first thing that we do is really have to understand that we lost it. Right. Sometimes we move through the world and we don't even know that we're limping and we're just running on fumes. And mm. you know, given, I mean, what we've all went through, we all could exactly. stand to get our swag back, right? Because right. We've, we've gone through so much. 2020, 2021 was like a bucket of cold water that was thrown in our faces and just literally trying to breathe. We need to just recognize that there, there's some things that are missing that we've yeah. lost. Mm. And that's just the first step. 
Absolutely. I am so sorry to hear about what happened to you. Um, that that trauma that you actually went through, it must have been a devastating moment. Absolutely. Um, having to go through that and then overcoming it, you know, and now kind of living life again. Um, without going too further into it, I just wanted yeah. to know, um, now that you've kind of moved on from it and now you're helping other women to get their swag back, um, you know, can you share with our listeners, you know, who you are, um, in one word, and also describe, you know, in this season, who you really are? Yeah, you know, if if I could say in one word right now, in this season, um, I would say I am released, right? Wow. I'm released. I love that word, released. I, I, you know, and, and I think about that and, and uncaged. And my mother, mm. I love her. She always says this. She said, she always say, she always says, I can tell when your wings are, are caged. And so when she says that, she'll tell me, fly, baby girl. And she's yes. let those wings just flap. And so mm. I feel like in this season of my life, I've been released and my my wings are flapping. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Because, you know, the moms, they're able to see through their child to see whether they're happy, whether they're sad, yes. whether there's something wrong with them. So I definitely resonate with mom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So that's one mm -hmm. word, I guess, would describe me in this season. And, and you know, someone just, you know, who are you? What do you do? You know, I, I'm a mother of two amazing young men that are my heartbeats and everything I do goes because of them. Um, so, and I say young men because I have a 22 year old and a soon to be 16 year old um, <laughs> published author. You've, you've read the, the bio and, um, yeah. But I'm also a sister friend. I'm a daughter. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm all these multifaceted things. I'm a multifaceted woman, and most importantly, a child of God that yeah. is walking purposefully in what He has called me to do. That's Fantastic. that's who I'm, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, this brings me to this question of, you know, if you can just kindly finish this sentence for me, I am. What would that be for you? I am. Bold. Bold, yes. Yeah. I am. I am. I'm bold and courageous. Yes. <laughs> You're actually fierce. I like it. I'll take A it. Queen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. it. So, you know, um, Dr. Parker, you know, tell us about your life's mission because everyone has a mission in life. Yeah. And uh, many of us understand what it is. And some of us are still trying to find what it is that our mission is. Yeah. You know, what is your life mission, really? Yes. It took me a while to figure that out. You know, I, it, and you, what you just said, Hannah, is mm. so true that we're still kind of just trying to figure out the puzzle pieces. And yes. I feel very blessed to know that I was called to to empower ladies, leaders and little girls. And I do that and I have done that all my life. I just didn't know how to really frame it up. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's what I have been doing is yes. empowering ladies in such a way that God has used my story, my, mm. you know, things that I've gone through and things that he's called me to do to, to really empower ladies. And when I think about leaders, that's been my career, leadership development. I love mm. helping leaders become great 
people, right? That that other that they're developing other people, and then little girls. I get an opportunity to sit on a board with um, my my great sister friend of her organization called Diamond in the Rough, and that's where we will mentor young girls ages four to eighteen years old. So those are the things that I do. That's my life's mission. Yes, I love it absolutely. I am definitely um, dedicated to women as well. Empowerment and helping them through turning their skills into a profitable business, just telling them how good they are, you know, and helping them to see what, you know, they have inside of them and helping them to actually birth it out. So I definitely resonate with you on that. And, you know, you are called the Courage Catalyst. I love that name. (laughs) I absolutely love that name. So, you know, that name speaks to me and it actually tells me that you are someone who is definitely an encourager. You love to empower other people and you and you are like an, an enabler, someone that enables other women. And so, you know, what does it really mean to you to be a courageous woman? Oh, my gosh. You know, I love I love that um, <laughs> I was deemed the courage catalyst because yes. I am I am that hand on your back that pushes you out mm-hmm. of your comfort zone into your courage zone. And to me, courage is a decision. That's what it means to me. First and foremost, you you decide to be courageous. It doesn't mean these big giant things. It just means something that scares you a little bit or you're risk taking every day, something mm-hmm. every day that you didn't do yesterday. It's, yeah. it's those small things that to me are the most courageous. I mean, when you think about um, someone <laughs> who's literally made the decision to say, you know what, today is the day I'm about to set three goals that I'm going to accomplish by the end of next month. You right. made a decision. You, mm. could, you And then when you do it, you did that. And that's courage. It is really having the will to actually take on something that's bigger than you, that mm. maybe challenges you in a way that you've not been challenged before. That's courage. And Absolutely. so I just I want people to know when people think about courage, they think about something that has to be so large and, you know, and and and, un, and almost unattainable. Yes, but it's not right. Absolutely. Definitely. And I love that you're able to actually just be that person that needs to kind of give women a pat on the back. Right. Because many women need that. Right. Some of us will lack confidence. Some of us, we have, you know, low self-esteem and Mm -hmm. it's quite tough for us to actually get started. But when you have an encourager, an encouraged catalyst (laughs) who is there behind you, you know, your backbone and say, girl, you can do that. Girl, you need to get your swipe back. And um, (laughs) I really commend, you know, the program and what you are doing for women. And you're really showing up very powerfully. So well done on that. And, you know, going back to the name, girl, get your swag back. I absolutely (laughs) love it. And you know, when it comes to writing books and, you know, choosing a name for your book and choosing a name for your podcast, it can be quite tough and very challenging. What inspired you to actually, you know, choose this name for both your book as well as your podcast? I I tell you this and I'm, I'm telling you, this may sound like, you know what? I don't, I don't know if that was the truth. This is honest to God truth. (laughs) I was literally in the gym one day. And and this is why I was really like regularly working out, (laughs) working on on her. (laughs) I was in the gym one day and I was asking God about what my purpose was and what it looked like. Mm. And 
I literally heard that I was supposed to write a book. I was writing blogs at this time. And I was like, well, wait yes. a minute. Wait, I love books. I write, I, I, yeah, I write blogs. I don't do books right now. And, mm -hmm. but my charge was to write this book and it was called girl, get your swag back. And I didn't know what the swag stood for at first. And right. I had to walk, walk it back. Walk it back. <laughs> I had to walk it back to understand what I was hearing. Like what is going yeah. on? <laughs> what you have to swag? create that name and make it have meaning, you know, I had to walk it back to understand that. But then what I understood was, that I was being shown where I lost all of those things, that this right. was going to be my, mm. my coming out and taking off the mask and that I had been wearing for so long and so many years and taking off the band-aids yes. and, and to understand why and what was going on. So I recognized that I had lost the self-confidence. My walk with God mm. wasn't looking like it should be. My yeah. attitude was atrocious. <laughs> my, my gifts and talents you know, we're on the shelf. And so that was literally how God showed me that yes. swag was the, the name of this book. Girl, get your swag back. He was talking mm -hmm. to me first. Get it yeah. back. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes we need to check what God is saying to us. You know, check yourself first before you start checking other people. That's right. And I love the fact that you're able to do that. And, you know, this name came to you. Isn't it amazing when we can actually just come up with ideas just in the midst of doing something very simple. It could be cooking, sitting down, doing homework with the children or yes. going to the gym, just like you said. And that name came to you and you had to mm -hmm. sit down, go back to it and start figuring out what does each acronym mean to you yeah. first yeah. before you now, you know, take it out there to the world in a form yeah. of a book, in a form of a podcast. Exactly. Right? And you know what, Hannah, mm -hmm. I, I would just say to your listening audience, when yes. you are, when you hear something in your spirit and you, I mean, write it down, yes. write it down. And then to, mm -hmm. to go further, take a pad of paper with you or a little journal book, whatever, wherever you never know when you're going to get inspiration like that and just continue to write all of that down because I, there were pages of this mm -hmm. book tucked in my purse. They were in my pocket. I found, I just found all of these things and they were, they, this was the making of this book. And so book. I just Absolutely. encourage somebody to make sure that they are writing things down that you mm. get in so that you don't forget that. Cause those are, that's trails to what your purpose is supposed to be. Absolutely. You're so right. You know, talking about what you had faced and, you know, the challenges that you had gone through, just wondered mm -hmm. how, whether you were able to kind of um, experience, you know, um, imposter syndromes in the past. And if you did, you know, experience it, how was you able to actually overcome it? Oh, the imposter syndrome. Right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> scene, I, isn't it? <laughs> I wrestle with that term too, because number one, we as women, yeah. we don't need not one more syndrome, not one more syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need it. But it's literally, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if we're all being honest at moments, we all struggle there. Right. It's yes. simply doubt and fear. Right. Mm -hmm. of, of Of something that you know that you've been able to do. Yes. Somehow these little voices, and I call it dirty talk, the dirty talk in your head just starts talking to you and you begin mm -hmm. to judge yourself like no one's business. Absolutely. For me, it's really about to, stopping yes. for just a minute. Yeah. Giving voice to what I'm hearing and feeling. And then mm -hmm. I need to see if that's the truth. Yeah. Is this really the truth? Mm -hmm. And it is, is what I'm thinking about myself the truth? 
And if it's not, then I get to challenge it. Right. And then from that challenge, I get to tell myself the truth and remind myself of who I am and what I have been able to do in the past. And then choose from that point of where I'm going first. Mm. Right. Choose from the place of truth as opposed to the place of that doubt and fear and that dirty talk. And oftentimes we choose from that place and that mean that that choice shuts down yeah. the good stuff Absolutely. that we're supposed to go for, right? Indeed, yeah. And did you find that you were able to use the same similar strategies for overcoming the challenges that you faced as well? Yeah. Mm. And, and, and when I what I would add to that, um, trauma, yeah, is, it doesn't just go away. And I'm I limped through the first half of my life, not knowing what really happened to me. Right. I didn't know all of this. I wasn't as wise as I am right now. Right. Therapy, honey, works as well. Let Mm. me tell you, I'll be the first one to tell you to take care of your mental health, take care of your mental health, your emotional well-being. There's nothing wrong with going to get a great counselor. Even a counselor needs a counselor. Yeah. Absolutely. We all need one. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I did. I still yeah. have I still mm. have one. And she is a part of my regimen, right? You go to the yes. doctor, you get your mammogram, you go, she she is a part of my regimen. The whole lot, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're so right, definitely. I mean, um, sometimes we're so we're so um, what's the word, sort of timid to even say that we have a counselor. Is almost like a taboo because sometimes, you know, people are seen as, oh, she has a problem. Right. But really, it's not about you having a problem. It's just about getting a support, someone that you can talk to, because sometimes you can't really share your heart feelings with other people. And That's so right. going to a professional, you might be able to break down things a little bit more better. And they're able to actually look at what you're going through and how they can help you in that moment in time. And so going to therapy is not a problem. It's actually an additional support for you to get, you know, your well-being and your mental health back. You know, what's your take on that? That's absolutely right. When we're hurt, Mm -hmm. right, we go to Mm -hmm. the hospital. Yes. (laughs) Right? Immediately, like, we're not, no, take me to the hospital. We're not shy to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Do not leave me out here like this. And that's the same way that we have to think about it when we're in pain emotionally or when we're struggling with something that we need to have another person who has an, you know, uh, uh, an, an opinion that's not one that's so close to us, like an objective opinion, right? Yes. And so you you need to have that as a part of your whole well-being, well-being. all of it. And so we have to break the stereotype of you yes. go to a counselor even when you know, only when things are wrong. No. Mm. Sometimes when I'm just in my head too much, like I'm in my head too much, I just yeah. kind of need to talk this out with somebody exactly. else. To offload it to someone. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So that I can hear a different opinion and get a different perspective from somebody who is not this close to me. Right. So it's a great way of thinking about it that way. Mm, definitely for sure. And I'm so happy that I've been able to get a copy of get um, of your one of your book, which is um, you know, Girl Get Your Swag Back. So I just wanted to know, do you have any other books that you've actually written apart from that one? I do. Yeah. I did a compilation um, a few years ago um, called If Her Purse Could Talk, mm-hmm. and once again. God was like, okay, we're going to be in your business. And I was like, well, do I need to be in my business by myself? <laughs> so he said, no, go get some, 
<laughs> go get these ladies right here and see if they'll tell their business. <laughs> so if her first good talk was all around really what a woman carries in her purse. Yeah. And metaphorically, it was really the container of your heart, right? Mm-hmm. What we carry. And so I was and I, I was a globe trotter mm-hmm. traveling all over the place. And so yeah. I happened to be changing my purse. And I didn't have a chance to do that very mm-hmm. often. But you know how you leave stuff behind in person? Tell me about it. Oh Girl, you don't even want to see my purse. It's oh, cool. no one wants to see it. Like, no one can see what I got going on over here. But I tell you, I started looking through those purses, but it was telling a story of my life, where I had been, what was going on in my life. I could see all of these different things that I had left behind that I was like, oh my gosh, I could see what I was feeling, what was happening when I was Mm -hmm. not feeling well, or if I was doing something in service of someone else. Yeah. Um, And so I asked the question of these other women that um, are in my tribe to answer the question, if your purse could talk, what would it say? And so they they had to dig deep. We dug yeah. deep. My mother's in this book. My sister, my youngest sister is in this book. Friends in my sister circle are all in this book. And I mean, when we we didn't read each other's stories yeah. until the very end, until it was published. Mm-hmm. And when we did that, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. We I was in tears. I read all, everybody's story, but they did not. <laughs> But yes. it was it was amazing, amazing. Oh, that's super, super <laughs> awesome. So that's another book on the list that yes. I need to invest in. So to all our listeners, if you are listening, make sure you grab those two books. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I also wanted to kind of um, ask you this question, which is about with everything that you're doing, you know, how would you like to be remembered? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So legacy. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I think, you know, if I drop dead right now, you know, the people around me, I mean, it depends. I, I would want my, <laughs> I would want, first of all, it's my family, right? Yeah. I want them to remember me, my boys. I want them to remember that they had a mother that loved them fiercely. Right. And that they, there was nothing that they couldn't do that, you know, that mm-hmm. I wasn't, Therefore, I'm their biggest cheerleader and I want them to remember that and to yeah. carry that forward in their families. Mm. Um, I think outside of that, you know, I, I love just to be able to say that I have lived my life poured out. I don't want not one morsel left in here that I'm supposed mm. to have, that I was supposed to have given. Given, so, yeah. Yeah, right? I love that. I want, I want mm-hmm. that to be the legacy that she lived her life, right. you know, yeah. and she poured out what God asked her to do. And so at the end of it, that he can say, well done, good servant, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that because one thing I normally preach to women is you have a gift inside of you. You have a skill, you have a talent. Don't let this gift die with you or take it to the grave. Yes. Able to share it because you hold the world a debt. If you hoard it, and you allow it to die with you in the grave, you've got to birth it. And I'm happy that you've been able to birth and unleash many of your skills and your talent, your organization, you know, the the women empowerment programs that you've put together for women to change their life. Even your journey itself is a story. The way you've been able to teach women how to get their, their swag back, how to really stand <laughs> in their power. You know, that is so, so incredible. And so, you know, this brings me to one of the last questions around, you know, what is next for you, Dr. Parker? 
where are you heading to next? Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I am I am in awe right now of what yeah. God is doing in my life. I'm really in awe yeah. <laughs> because I you couldn't have told me that I'd be mm-hmm. my, my my business partner and I, Dr. Nicole Steele, um, would be the executive producers of a broadcast, the Beyond right. Brilliant broadcast. You couldn't mm-hmm. tell me that. So that's that's what's out there. So that's that yeah. that airs every Tuesday at 4 p.m your local time. You can check yes. that out on mm-hmm. our, either on gymmakers.org or Beyond Brilliant Network. You can look at that. Um, excuse me, Beyond Brilliant Broadcast. The other thing is that we're we're literally on the cusp right now of yes. launching the Beyond Brilliant Network. Fantastic. And we soft-launched it. We're now in this the throes of this, mm-hmm. and it is really to help women go beyond their brilliance, right? So when you think about beyond brilliant, it's really about we are so brilliant. Hannah, you are brilliant, right? <laughs> I'm so brilliant. <laughs> and with all the things that you do, yeah. And if I can't imagine if that brilliance was just left in your box right here, right? right? This box. Yes. And so we say, yes, great. Mm. We want you to find the clarity, confidence, and courage to, to shine in that brilliant zone, but you've got to go beyond brilliant because yeah. shining in the box, honey, is not cute. You can't mm-hmm. have brilliance in the box. You've got to go right. beyond that and allow <laughs> people to see it, experience it, yes. be a part of it, and then be encouraged by your brilliance. And that's what the Beyond Brilliant Network mm-hmm. is all about. So those are the, that's, I mean, that is my immediate next. I am super excited. We're having a bash to, to cut the ribbon open, all that stuff on October 30th. Oh, we're super excited. That's amazing. Oh, I wish I was there. I wish you were here too. I know. Oh my gosh. I wish wish you were here That would be fun. No, it would have been amazing to come to your studio. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So we would love for just, you know, listening audience. I know that if you're not, you know, local, you can't come, but you can plug in if you go to the beyondbrilliantnetwork.com. So beyondbrilliantnetwork.com. Please go out there, check it out, see what it's all about. Um, Catch our broadcast, all that good stuff. So that's what's next. Fantastic. That sounds amazing. And just finally, I just wanted you to kind of share, you know, your last words of inspiration to many of our listeners who are listening to you today, just to give them some form of encouragement as, um, you know, the encourage catalyst. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much, first of all, Hannah, for having me on your amazing show. And you are, like I said, you are brilliant. And I am so loving just our connection. And if I could leave your listening audience with anything, I would say, um, I would say drink, steal and lie. And I'm going to say that three times, drink, steal and lie. So drink from the fountain of other women, right? Who have gone before you, who are doing amazing things that can empower you. I'm drinking from Hannah's cup. She's overflowing over there. And still, when you think about moments for yourself to to fill back up and get your swag back, still away those mm-hmm. moments for yourself and pause for just a minute to be recharged, especially in this world right now. And then when I think about lying, mm-hmm. when you lie down to sleep tonight, when you lie down and you close your eyes, I'd say a little prayer for God to show you your purpose for 
not just not just for your entire life, but what's next for you tomorrow when you rise, right? What will God purpose you to do tomorrow? So drink still and lie. And I have a gift for your listening audience as well. So a free digital oh, yes. swag bag, free digital swag bag. Yes, you'll get that free digital swag bag. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you for being an amazing guest. And so, you know, we've come to the end of the Birth Your Vision podcast. It's really amazing um, to have so many people interacting with us tonight. And so we want to say thank you so much. And so until next time, join me again for another episode of Birth Your Vision podcast. And um, please make sure that you actually sign on to our newsletter so that you can get, you know, all the latest updates on the next episode. And also make sure that you follow us on YouTube as well as Instagram page. So thank you so much, Dr. Parker. It's a pleasure to have you here tonight. Um, Have a great evening and stay blessed. Bye everyone for now. Thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm.